What is up, y'all? We are back for episode 10. Guys, this is episode 10, but really it's episode 1 because the NFL season is officially upon us. You're listening to this on Thursday. It's Wednesday night when we're recording this. You're listening to this on Thursday. A week from today, when you're listening to it, it is time. We are going to see the Texans versus the Chiefs. Gabe, how freaking stoked are you for that, man? I actually haven't really thought about it too much until today. And I was talking to my buddy about the Game 7 with the Thunder. Well, okay, so it would be Wednesday about with for the Game 7 of the Thunder. About a week from now, that there's a game on. And I kept on singing. You know that, uh, are you ready for some football? Who, I forgot yep. who. Hank Williams. Yeah, Hank Williams, okay. Um, I kept on thinking of that in a Sunday Night Football uh, theme song. And it's just stuck in my head because like, apparently they redid the uh, Sunday Night Football theme. So they always do it every every year. They make Carrie Underwood walk out again, yeah. and dress a certain way again, but, and all that. What, you know how it what's is. Funny is I've never been actually like I never actually cared about it until for some reason this year. I'm just like stoked to actually have a football season. It, you know, I I feel like this year has been not feel like this year has mm-hmm. been just so crazy, and 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 it's it's um. I mean, shoot, everybody can agree to, to, to love football. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really exciting, y'all. Um, this time next week, I mean, we're going to do an episode, of course, but, like, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. I mean, something's bound to happen, but really we were sitting here, me and Gabe were sitting here a couple of days ago wondering what we were going to talk about for this episode because, you know, not a whole lot's happened. And then today, Wednesday September 2nd happens. We have a lot of things that came out today. Some things that were um, kind of known in the fact that Tyrod Taylor was named the starter over Justin Herbert in, in Los Angeles for the Chargers. That's kind of known. Um, the fact that Dwayne Haskins was named the starter for the Washington, I, I don't even want to call him the Washington football the team. Washington we football have team. Y- yeah, it, yeah. It, like it, what, it feels I, so I, weird. The name's starting to grow on me. I kind of like it because it's kind of like a classic, you know, just a generic kind of thing. But it's generic, and you hit the nail on the head. That's like, like Jim Smith, John Smith. Like, like no, like g- give me a cool name. Like, but all of that to say, like, th- there wasn't a whole lot of um, a whole lot of news that happened until really today, Gabe. And and man, I'll let you start. I mean, what are your thoughts on? <sighs> really, the, the the Vikings PR team has has made. Kirk Cousins come out very quickly. As soon as he said, if I die, I die. They made him come out quickly and start retracting those statements. What are your thoughts on if I die, I die? Kind of reminds me of, uh, of Ivan Drago, by the way, in, in Rocky. If he dies, he dies. But, like, what are your thoughts on it? Um, looking at that quote, uh, it's one of those things. People don't actually listen to whatever it comes from. It's They listen to yep. whatever the uh, headlines say. And in yep. that, in that, he was on a podcast where where he said it, and it was like I want to say in July. It was it's kind of older. Yep, it wasn't yep, like a week is. ago or anything. But uh, I mean, the quote he says, if it, if it wasn't like if he wasn't going to get anyone else infected, he doesn't care. Is pretty much what the whole thing is. like. He's just going to live his life. He's not going to be scared of it. If he dies because of the COVID, it's, it's okay. I mean, he dies. Yeah, it is. It, it yeah, is what it but, is. Yeah. But he says like, he says like he, the mask is for other people, which is exactly what it is for. It's not for the person. It's for the other people. 
this would be considerate and so you don't spread it if you do have it so it's just i think it's blown way out of proportion and then if you look on reddit everyone's like blown up saying like he he, he thinks it's fake and all this stuff is like no he he never said it was fake he just says if he gets it and he dies he dies it's not that big of a deal yeah i i, I agree i mean really there's 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 not a whole lot to talk about with it. The dude said it and, it, and it was in July. I think it was like July 11th, if I'm remembering right. And even even if he says, even if he said it today, like, man, if I die, I die, no big deal. Like, even if he said it, he's a grown man. He's entitled to his own opinion because that's that's the that's the beauty of living in America. We may not necessarily not agree with it. We may not agree with it, but. It doesn't mean anything like the dude can say what he wants to say. And and, and it's just I, I could get on a long spiel about that. But and for the sake of, of boring people to death, I won't. But it's just like let the dude believe what he believes, right, wrong or indifferent. And again, he didn't even say anything that he believes. He's just said, if I die, I die. I mean, and there's nothing that I can do about it. Yeah, I can go out and, and live in a bubble. But the, the fact of the matter is, is um, the, the the bubble that works in the NBA is not going to work in the NFL. Um, and we talked about that several episodes ago. It, it, it's just it, it like you said, it's just blown out of proportion, and, and really, that's that's all I've got to say to that. I'm, and another thing that I think is, oh, what were you? I gonna was say? just going to say, like the whole thing on, on that one is like he didn't he didn't say like anything wrong. I mean, he he has his opinion, which is kind of I mean, it's whatever. Uh, if you agree with him, disagree, it's okay. You can disagree or agree with him. It's what we were allowed to do. Um, but yep. he didn't like say like people who were masked are stupid or wrong or anything. He just said he he doesn't he wears it he wears a mask for other to because he's consider consider yeah, consider it to other people. But it's whatever. I mean, I don't understand why anyone's mad at his quote because it's uh, it's cool to be mad at people for what they believe, right or wrong or indifferent. It's just cool and. Again, I could get into that, and I and I won't. But it's it's just let the dude say what he says. Let him have his beliefs and go from there. And, and, and even I'm saying let him has have his beliefs. He didn't even talk about his beliefs on it. He just said basically the 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 headline is is if I die, I die. And when push comes to shove, regardless of how you feel about it, like if I drop dead right now, it's I it is what it is. I drop dead right now. There's nothing that can be done about it. And if he catches coronavirus and he dies, then there's nothing that can be done about it. He's just going to die. And so it's just it's just blown out of proportion. You got people getting offended. You got people getting not offended. It's it's just blown out of proportion. Something that another thing um, that I think is blown out of proportion and we actually made a post about this tonight, is the Alvin Kamara stuff. Um, Gabe, give, give the people the, the the rundown with where we're at with this Alvin Kamara stuff. And three days ago, had had we said Alvin Kamara is going to be traded, we would have been like, where are you coming from? But kind of give people the update where we're at and, and give me your thoughts on it. Okay, so a few days ago, it was reported that he was upset with his contract and he was holding out because of it, and he demanded a trade. Well, today... He has not demanded a trade, apparently, and they're in active negotiations with the Saints on resigning him. Now, I don't think he'll be traded. I think that they will resign him. 
Um, and I don't necessarily agree with re-signing them. I would rather them trade him. Just he is a great running back, but he was hurt last year, and yeah, I I just don't agree with paying running backs a lot of money. But apparently, like the, the reason why they said that he was holding out was because he hasn't been in practice. But they reported that he's been at the facility. Like he's been he's been getting treatment yeah. for his SI joint, and so it it's it's something that um, it, the the thing that I'm thinking about in in this is. If Drew Brees retires this upcoming year, and there's there's a lot of talk that he will. There was talk last year that he would. I mean, people are wondering, like, when is this dude going to retire? If he retires, he's on the hook, or the not he, the Saints are on the hook for a twenty million, $21 million dead cap hit with that. And they've got Thomas, they've got Ramchick, they've got Teron Armstead, they've got Marshawn Lattimore. Like, they've got a lot of big pieces there. Um, they got rid of Larry Warford, but they got a lot of big pieces there. That I'm wondering, like, how are they going to pay these guys? And right now, as things stand, they're $31 million over the cap next year. And that is before the Kamara trade. And the rumors are that he's wanting CMC money, $16 million a year. He's not going to get that. Let's just say he's going to get $13.5, $14 million. He said he wanted less than CMC. There's multiple reports. That, so you've got you've right. got, reports you've got ten. You've got sixteen. Let's just go right in the middle. CMC has paid sixteen. It doesn't matter. Uh, Joe Mixon over, was. I think someone said on our post said ten mil. I, I agree with him. You should. Yep, Colin. You're you're. There's your shout out, Colin. And 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 I mean, I've talked to a lot of people about this. Is is anything over? Yeah, like you said, about ten million dollars. Is is that an overpay? Is that not an overpay? And that really just depends on the GM that you talk to. And quite honestly, I believe that. Depends on the GM that you talk to and what day you talk to him, but um, that's neither here nor there. And and it, it just begs the question: like, where are they going to get the money? I mean, because yeah, you can do some 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 cap finagling and and some some gymnastics with with the salary cap, but I mean, it's not like they've got to get three million dollars under the cap. It, they need if they're thirty one mil over, and that's before taking into account the rookie deals that, that they're going to guys that they would sign. How? So let's just say they pay him thirteen million a year. They're paying. They're now forty four over the cap. It's just like, how does this happen? I mean, and Drew Brees, even if he doesn't retire, the dude is still on the books. It, the twenty one million is if he does retire. So it's just. I don't think he would be traded, but if I am, I can't even think of their GM's name. I think it's it's not Mickey Harris, and that's the that's the Miami Heat's owner. Um, I can't think of their name of his name. But if I am that GM, I'm picking up the phone and I'm calling, just seeing what I can get for him. And now, do I think I'm going to get a first for him? Mm, probably not. But if I can get a two and a four or a two and a three out of it, or two two or whatever it is, I'm seriously considering that because at the end of the day. I, I don't know if I can pay him, and if I can pay him, is he really worth that when I can go and get that, let's just say 75% of that um, uh, production out of a player for literally 75% less? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think the max that we'll get him for is like a three and a four or maybe a two to a team that is winning, wins a lot, like a late two. I don't see them getting a – there's there's talks that the bears are that the bears are interested and people are like Ryan Pace could give him a two and a four and that's just that, something Ryan Pace would do. It'd just be an overpay, just because like like not only did you have to trade for him, you have to pay him too. 
And exactly, it's not like you're trading for his for his salary and the and the team that that he is. Uh, it's not like the Saints are eating the cap. Yeah, or eating the and I mean, I mean, you have to pay. Now him. that is a thing that they could do is a, a two and a four, and then the Saints eat the cap. They can't, which is not going to happen because that. what incentive did the Saint did the Saints have to do that? Because they're still going to pay him, and then they get the second and the I mean, fourth the, round pick. I the mean, incentive it, is that they get a second round pick. I mean, that's the incentive. Other, it's either. I mean, I would if I was the Saints for this year, eat the cap. That's no big deal at all. It's I, I don't I don't know what their what their what their cap looks like. Let me let me pull it up. I mean, they're um, going to have to do some figuring stuff out. Because they are their cap situation is probably one of the worst in the league, but it's uh, it it, re- it really is. And like Mickey only, Loomis, that that's who it, Mickey Loomis is their GM. I know it was Mickey something. Not only are so they right like, now they've got six point nine nine five. Next year they are thirty seven million over. I lied. It's thirty seven million over, and that's with um. You can you can talk, Gabe, and I'm just gonna look at this. Yeah, I mean they're going. I mean if they eat, uh, I mean if they don't have to eat the whole, his whole cap. But if they eat some, I mean, the Bears wouldn't be stupid to do that. I mean, it would give them that offense a weapon because they, besides Allen Robinson, I don't really think the Bears have much on offense. Uh, there's some there's some guys that are having decent training camps, but yeah, I mean, so I'm looking right now. Drew Brees' cap number next year is thirty six million dollars. I mean, if they if they cut him, they save thirteen point five million. But the, but at the end of the day, like they're not, they can't cut a lot of these guys and save money. They're they're not going to cut Cam Jordan. They're not going to cut Teron Armstead. They're not going to cut Michael Thomas. Um, they would possibly cut Malcolm Brown or Nick Easton. Possibly, um, definitely not cut Marshawn Lattimore. I mean, like at the end of the day, like they're they're just kind of up against. Uh, their 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 backs are up against a wall, and 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 I think that at the end of the day, you. you they knew that they were that this window was quickly closing, and with, at the Super Bowl opportunity with Drew Brees, and so they figured, oh, we'll just overpay everybody. Not not not, not necessarily overpay everybody, but we're going to keep this core together and see what can happen. And um, I, I, especially with the Leonard Fournette signing that just went down about an hour ago, they're not no, they're not making noise this year. Not even in their own division, I don't think they make noise, but, but I don't um, think they'll get to the Super Bowl or anything. Uh, one thing I do want to say, though, especially not with the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, I think the Bucks are going to win that division pretty easily. But uh, one thing is the Saints; they can do some cap management to kind of clear next year. But this is pretty similar to what happened to the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots, if you if you forget, the Patriots started this season off with like two hundred thousand in cap space because they were yep. paying Brady like thirteen mil. I mean, that's not a whole lot. But it's still kind of in the what's what the Saints are dealing with. Um, yep. I mean, the only reason they have like it's magical that they only they have like thirty seven mil in cap space now because they had I think like fifteen mil or something from opt outs, and then they just release uh, Sanu for six and a half mil. I mean, it's that's something that they're gonna have to do. Like Saints aren't gonna get lucky with lock, uh, opt outs. And the seat, the cap space is supposed to be lower next year, or it's supposed to be yep. like 175k or 175 mil. That's going to be, uh, I don't know. The Saints are in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I mean, and I completely agree with you. And I like the way that you brought up Mohamed Sanu. I mean, that was another thing that happened just today, y'all. I mean, this this happened about four hours ago at the time of recording. 
Kind of a shock, but not at the really. end of the day, Mohamed Sanu, it's not like Mohamed Sanu's Julio Jones. Dude sucked. Um, he's he's a great passing wide receiver, but he's a wide receiver, and you don't pass the ball as a wide he, receiver last time he, I checked. He used to be a pretty good number two wide receiver, and whatever the Patriots, the Patriots got him, they overpaid for him and got it for a second. Was which, it was was it that he was a good number two, or was it the fact that he was opposite Julio Jones? And no, I'm pretty a, sure I could be a halfway decent number two. No, he was a good number two. He was he was a high end number two, and then even on the first the first game back was versus the Ravens, whenever whenever he was with the Patriots, and he caught like 14 he balls. Went off, yep, and I mean he was the only like. Really, the only thing that was going right for the Patriots that game, and he got hurt, and he just he forgot how to catch the ball, he forgot how to run. I mean, he just couldn't do anything. And then, like I've been listening to all the new noise from the training camp, and honestly, he doesn't. He's not. He's not sticking out from the other wide receivers. But Edelman, it's in the Patriots training who, who camp. Who are right the now, wide receivers? The Patriots. Right now, Edelman is sticking out. He's a professional wide receiver. Everyone else mixed together. Um, we have Gunner, Devin Ross. How's Harry looked? I'll tell. I'll tell, just say something about him in a second. Um, Gunner and uh, well, okay. Gunner is probably the most improved wide receiver this year. He has gotten way stronger. He if he doesn't fail a PED test this year, I'm gonna be really shocked. Because he he blew up. Unless he just had a late <laughs> late growth spurt, spurt. He's like muscles everywhere. Like he's he's more towards Edelman like than before. Um, you have Devin Ross, which he might make the team. He's been showing up a lot. I mean, he is not he's not like a groundbreaker wide receiver. Um, and then they have Thomas. He's I mean he had a lot of trouble in college, but he's a really fast wide receiver that he might. Jeff Thomas, yeah, he, he 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 might uh, get on a team. We have Demir Bird. He's fast. Not other than that, he's not like he's like Philip Dorsett speed. I mean, so he's fast, but not like not noticeable, I guess. And then we have Harry. Harry's going to be the number two wide receiver. Uh, he's had a okay. What? Uh, okay, he's okay. He's the disappointment so far uh, for a first round wide receiver. He doesn't. I mean, he has. He's shown some practices that hey, he could do it. Like some back shoulder fades and like some slants. Like he's created more separation this year than he had last year. But still, it's not. I don't think it's where he needs to be right now. Um, unless he keeps on growing, which I I think he will as long as he doesn't get hurt. I think eventually yep. he will. That was be. a huge thing that he dealt with last year was injuries. Yeah, I think next year. I mean, this year if he. Uh, Stays healthy. I think he'll do some damage, and keeps on keeps on improving. He looks a lot better this year. I think he lost a little bit of weight and uh, got a little bit quicker. So we'll see. But as you can probably tell from my tone, the Patriots wide receiver core is really, really hurting. They, I mean, besides Edelman, a thirty-five-year-old Edelman, Edelman, um, they are in a lot of trouble. Yeah, um, I think, and you could say this about any team, and I hate that because this is such a cop-out and such a cliche, but they're going to go as far as Cam takes them. Uh, he, he can he can put them on – if he can put them on his back, they can make some noise. Um, if he doesn't, well, then they're not going to do a whole hell of a lot. 
I can tell you this Patriots team is going to be the offense is going to be based around the running game. Their defense is going to be based on just taking the ball and shutting down people's passing games. That's what it's going to be. The because the, the Patriots defensive backs they are a, a, they are annoyingly good. Like from every level, Duggar, the second round pick last year, he's the one rookie that's like completely showing out, and he looks like he's there. He he looks like an NFL player. Well, his his measurables were first round. It was the only reason that he was not drafted in the first round was because people were like, "Nah, he played in an FCS school, top FCS school, but he played in FCS school, and people were scared." I mean, I mean, and if you look into why he played in Division Two, is because. I think like no one wanted his uh to give him a scholarship, and then he didn't want to miss a year because of like some family stuff. He didn't want to like move away or something like something like that, and uh, so he just stayed and went on the uh, college. What what is it called? The college game, the Senior Bowl. He uh yeah yep yep he yep. showed up and like all like they got all the scouts looking. He at went him. off. Yeah, yep. and he's he's been. He's been the one bright spot so far that he's shown a lot of damage. And uh, Josh Uche and uh, Jennings, I forgot his first name. Both of them are going to be putting in a lot of minutes uh, on defense. And then the, both tight ends are a going to be... A lot of minutes. I like I like the basketball reference. <laughs> a lot of minutes, not Bas- snaps. Bas- I like I like it. <laughs> lot of, yeah, that, that is true. I've been watching a lot of basketball lately. Uh, but it's... a. Uh, the, the Patriots are going to be a fun fun team to watch. If you think they're going to do a lot of damage, they're going to have a rough year. But I do want to yeah. say Cam Newton, from the first practice to now, he's grown better and better every practice. Once he gets comfortable, I th- I th- if he's if he plays like his 2018 level, which is kind of, I mean, he he could, then the team will be probably win the division. But we're talking about the Patriots. I mean, it's like. It's one of those th- things where all the Patriots fans Super Bowl or bust. Yeah, it's I mean Patriots fans are used to championships, not oh yeah we won the the division. Let's put up a banner saying we went to the AFC Championship game. No one cares about that. Um, yeah, that's a, abs- that's absolutely. A so little shot, and that's a great Colts. segue. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was actually a great segue. So so talk to me about this dynasty book about the Patriots that that, that just came out. I forgot who it was about. It's like Jeff something that uh, made it, but it's supposed to be a lot of the. I haven't got it yet. I ordered it, and uh, but a lot of journalists and stuff are saying it shows a lot of the Tom Brady versus and Bill Belichick, and they've been talking about the ending and what kind of why Tom Brady was mad and stuff. It's a very. It's it seems like everything I've heard so far seems like it's very slanted towards a pro quarterback and not so pro head coach kind of thing. Um, if one thing that is kind of notable, notable that I've heard so far was that Tom Brady, Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick talked a lot and, uh, Giselle talked a lot and Robert Kraft was pretty much the arbitrator on trying to get this conversation, like them to talk to each other. And, uh, it seems like that relationship really uh really went downhill because and the main the main complaints from Giselle was she, Bill Belichick treated Tom Brady like Johnny Foxborough the whole time he was there he never got pretty much he never got any say in personnel or anything 
And one thing I heard is he didn't say anything about AB, but he did say Tom Brady was really mad that they got rid of Brian Hoyer and they got rid of DT. Whenever because they got rid of Demarius Thomas for room to pick up AB. But apparently Tom Brady did not like that because he's really good friends with Brian Hoyer, and that's one reason why he always comes back. And he That's liked, the only reason he, why he comes back. Let's not act like Brian Hoyer is some stud backup. You know, Brian Hoyer, uh he he got the job this this year because he's they said that he would have a chance to, for the starting job because Jarrett Stedham was the only one there. And yep. then they go out and sign Cam. And But I do want to say, uh, Hoyer has been the most consistent in training camp, but you're looking at consistency to like bad training camps. So he might be the most consistent and like probably the best. And he also he also knows that playbook better than literally probably everybody on that team besides Julian Edelman. Yeah. And that's not an exaggeration. No. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that that plays a big part. But Tam, Cam Newton, I mean, like I said, he started off rough. rough. He's got better. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, we'll, we'll see how the year goes. But I'm pretty excited for the Dynasty book. I'm going to try to read it whenever I, I'm supposed to get it Friday. I'll try to read it by next episode. I'm not going to promise. I'm not going to say how I'll have it done. Well, you you don't you don't work next week. I mean, so you yeah. might as well. I mean, literally, what else will you do? Well, I have a wedding Sunday to go to, so Sunday, Monday. Okay, so that's be Sunday. So, okay, so you got Tuesday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Literally, nothing but time to do that and work out. I I think you could get it done, Gabe. Oh, I could probably finish it. It's I, I want to say it's like. I want to say it was 500 pages, but not 100% sure. Oh, if you read 500 pages in two days, we got to talk, Gabe. Don't, don't, never mind. You can't read it. Oh, my that's goodness. A, that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a, that's a lot of, that is a lot of reading in two days. I mean, you, not like, if you, you can like it. read it, but, the, but that's, that's a lot of reading. It's one of those things. If it is an interesting book and I like it, then I will probably finish you won't it be able pretty to quick. Put it down. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. Now, I have a few books like, uh, Bill, uh, not Bill Belichick, but his dad's b- book on scouting. And honestly, that book, how it's written and stuff is so boring. It's not, it, there's like pretty much no entertainment in it. It's strictly what to look for and like, like the process and all that. Um, it so is what, what, what is it there is, to look for? I don't know. What, what do you, look, I never what do you look the book. <laughs> there's a lot of things, dude. That's one of those books that you, you need to read like two or three times. But it's one of it's one of the most probably notable books for scouting. So if you want to become a scout, a lot of people for football, a lot of people say read that book because he's kind of built the foundation of it, and a lot of people like really like it. I forgot what it's called. I can look it up sometime. I'm, I don't feel like doing it right now though. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like I like your honesty. I like your honesty. So really, I mean they're. The rest of this is just kind of transactional stuff that we can talk about just relatively quickly, truthfully. Um, Leonard Fournette, he just he was released, and then again, as of a few hours ago, I say a few hours ago, it was really about an hour hour ago, as of recording time, was signed by by the Bucks. What are your What are your thoughts on that? First off, I want to say it was very shocking to see the Jags releasing them. They've released the, every single t- team from the AFC Championship run. They have pretty much finished or they're not on a team anymore um i d- there was a funny story about that is he 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 found out he went by the running backs room told them hey i got released and everyone was like in shock 
and i mean he was released and then today he got picked up by the bucks which i kind of thought that was going to happen because the bucks are loading up and every everyone wants to play with brady everyone wants Amen. to play with him so whenever they're building a super team they sign him up and that's it's a super team offense defense and i don't know about special teams yeah i mean it, i was pretty i wasn't surprised at all um i was surprised at the at the cut like i was somewhat surprised at the cut i should say the the jags are fully embracing the tank fully they are fully 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 First round committed pick. to getting trevor i mean yeah they're, they're fully committed to getting trevor lawrence next year um gardner Minshew trevor is lawrence simply is keeping his year. i would be shocked if he plays truthfully i was just talking to a client about oh, that yeah, yesterday that i would true. be sh- i would be shocked if he, he plays i wouldn't he has been saying a lot about let us play and all this stuff. He's been well. He's been he's been, sa- he's been saying that, but he'll get somebody in his ear to be like, "Yo, bro, like you can gain nothing from this." Like if you think about it, Trevor Lawrence, he has literally nothing to gain from this. No- nothing from playing this season. Nothing. Like okay, right. national championship, cool. But that is literally it. He from a personal standpoint, he gain he gains nothing from this. He runs the risk of losing everything. Everything. So I mean everything. He's probably made millions on college anyway, so who who really cares? That's that's a good point. Who knows? But um I mean yeah, the Jaguars they're they're fully embracing that tank for Trevor and uh I can't can't blame them for that. Man, that sucks. What are your thoughts? I wanted Trevor to go to a good team. Not the Jags. I hate the Jags. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I, just, yeah, I really do not like the Jags. I can tell you why. I cannot stand Tom Coughlin. Doug Marone, their coach, I just want to punch him in the face. He just has such a punchable face. I don't know why. He just has a very, very punchable face. Um, yeah. he. I don't know. He just kind of comes across as like that 65-year-old dude who's a part of your family that like no one likes, but he feels like he's loved by everybody, and you're like, Uncle... Uncle Doug, shut up. Just leave. Mm-hmm. Like, the real fun starts as soon as you leave. Yeah. And he just kind of comes across as that. Um, another transaction, Joe Mixon, one of my favorite running backs, one of the most criminally underrated running backs in the league because he plays in terrible Cincinnati, said today, as of, like, Wednesday, again, y'all, we record on Wednesdays, he said today he wants to finish his career out in Cincinnati. Um, he wants to play with Joe Burrow his entire career. I think everybody says says that. Like that's just kind of the good thing to say. I feel like a lot of but people actually you, do want. Like once, hey, it's like that team picked me. I want to f- finish my career. There. I want to make something. I want to make something happen. Exactly. Yeah. Like you um, want to be the reason why you won a Super Bowl. That's that's why that's why uh, Joe Thomas never left Cleveland was because he was drafted by them and he and he said I I want to win something here and of course he never did. Dude, but, he's that's um, so, such a shame for him. He was I, such I a know, good player. And literally, a good literally a, he's a he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. He's absolutely a Hall of Famer. So what are your thoughts on the four year forty eight million dollar deal for uh, Joe Mixon? I think it's perfect. I love Joe Mixon. He's he is criminally under, underrated. Uh, I mean that that's a good deal. I mean I know it's the twelve million a year. But for the Bengals team, that's perfect. For it gives Burrow a safety net, and that's really Absolutely. what you need for a quarterback. He's, on, he's only 24, 24 or twenty five, so it's not like he's forty three. I mean, he he, he still has a lot of tread on his tires because he didn't he didn't play. I think he played a full season one time in college, um, and then last year was hurt. He does have some injury issues that I'm a little uh, not concerned about, but concerned about for lack of a better term. But besides that, great running back. 
DeAndre Baker, that is the idiot who decided it would be cool to, as an NFL starting quarterback, <laughs> a, a year after I was drafted, figured it'd be cool to go um, rob somebody at gunpoint. Um, he's about to be released from the Giants. I literally have nothing to say other than hope that he is uh, found guilty, hope that he spends the rest of his life in prison. Come on, dude, you're an idiot. Um, what else? What, what other things do you have transaction-wise you want to talk about, Gabe? No, there's only, there's only, we only have three more things left. So there's been two re-signings. Ta- uh, Taylor Decker for the Lions signed a six-year, 85 mil. He's an offensive lineman. Um, and I've, That's a lot of money to block Matt Stafford's blind side. Yes, but he is a great player, so we'll give it to him. And then yep. they want to go sign their star wide receiver, Kenny Galladay, now, next. Um, I wanna, I'm kind of interested to see what they uh, pay him. If they pay Taylor Decker... 85 mil they're going to be paying Kenny a lot of money because he is he's a, he's an underrated wide receiver but he's, he's been young. clearly their best wide receiver um yep. and then Zach Cunningham which a lot of people don't know who he is but he signed a four-year 58 mil which is quite a bit of money too um and led, then, led the NFL in tackles last year and he has the seventh most ever in a season solo tackles 138 solo tackles last year guys that is called running around he is really I mean, fun just to play around. in Madden. He's really fun to play he's in so Madden. Fast. Because, Cause he's so yeah, fast. Because he's so fast. He's exactly. And Madden's broken, so he you can just abuse Madden players with him. And then the last thing is Chargers lost a wide receiver. I think he's does he still play with Chargers or someone else? Nope, he plays for Raiders. the Raiders. Oh, yeah. yeah Raiders. He had a really good year as their number two last year. Tyrell Williams is on IR with Derwin James. He's also on IR, which are two Derwin James is clearly a bigger hit, but both of those hits are pretty, pretty bad. No, no um, pun intended what do you with think, that, right? What do you think is going to happen with Chargers and Derwin James? He tore his so meniscus, if I'm remembering right, out. I, I, so, um, I, like, because a lot of people had the Chargers as a top corner uh, DB group. So we, I actually did. I had them as a number two. Um, actually, I had them as number one, and then when I came to my senses, I put them number two right behind the Pats. But I, I think it's going to hurt for sure. But a torn meniscus, guys, is not something that takes. They're they're saying the rehab takes six to nine months. Give me a break. Um, we've had clients that have torn their meniscus and had surgery. We've had clients that have torn their meniscus and not had surgery. Average Joe's, and they were feeling a lot better um, within a span of a couple months. And we can all we can all agree that um, professional athletes are just different types of human beings. I think what they this have a lot is of medicine is con- too. Yeah, they have a lot of medicine. Um, I think this is medicine. a convenient way. <laughs> I think this is a convenient way to uh, begin the tank. They've got their quarterback now. You want to you want to get some players next to him. You want to get uh, a tackle because Russell Okung is still there, and you want to get a left tackle to protect uh, Justin Herbert's. He blind might side. not be there get- much longer. Yeah, he he might not, but um, you want to get you want to get a running back to replace Eckler. I mean, you want to. I know he just came out. People, oh, he's young. I, I get that, but um, you always want to have young running backs. You you want to get wide receivers because Mike Williams has shown he can't do anything. Can't stay healthy after a great year or a great career at Clemson. Keenan Allen is still there, but he always seems to have a freak injury every year. Like all of that to say that it's a very convenient, in my opinion reason or very convenient excuse i should say um to tank and and an even better reason for um them to not be as good and and what people don't remember is that he was hurt last year as well he missed a lot of time last year um joey bosa joey bosa and melvin um 
Gordon? Uh, not Melvin Gordon. Yeah, uh, Melvin Ingram um, were the only reason that defense was halfway decent. And then he comes back this year, and they're like, oh, sweet. We're going to have a really good defense now. And then – Sucks. So, um, sucks for the Chargers, absolutely. But let's not act like they were going to make like a ton of noise, especially in that loaded AFC West. I don't even think they'll um, make the playoffs. Yeah, and again, yeah, that's that's just kind of where we're at with that. Um, sucks for them. Sucks for Derwin. Sucks for him because he's losing a lot of money too. I think he's up for his his extension next year. Um, but at the end of the day, like when he's on the field, the dude is a top three or four safety in the league. Dude is a monster. Um, so yeah, there's there's that. You want to finish this off with the with the most breaking news possible, Gabe? Oh yeah, I do. For one, the Chiefs got their rings, and the rings look actually pretty sweet. Um, they're of course they're humongous, and you'll never wear them again. But Andy Reid did two hundred and sixty six diamonds. Yeah. Two hundred and sixty six. Andy Reid said it would get him a free hamburger. No, he says the only, there's only two times you need you wear it to like show off and to get a free cheeseburger. It's all you need. And because Andy you, Andy Reid has lost weight, I literally just saw him right before we came on air. He's lost some weight this offseason, which is a great thing. Yeah, that's good. I really like Andy Reid. I mean, I'd hate that they beat the Patriots and all that, but yeah, whatever. Um, but the uh, I do want to say his girlfriend is ungodly annoying. She always posts who, on who who is his Instagram. I don't want to even know her name. Her name's like Brittany or something like that. No, 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 um, no. But 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 who who's girlfriend? Patrick Mahomes. Okay, perfect. He, uh, he didn't say his name, so I was just making sure. Not he, bad. I was I was saying the people he, so that the people knew who we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. She's the most annoying person ever. She her scream is like a, an eagle screeching at you, and you just want to hide whenever you hear it. But. They got engaged, and I do want to say Mahomes did it right. His little little thing looked really good. So uh, happy for his them, proposal? I guess. Yeah, his uh, little setup. It looked pretty <laughs> legit. Um, but the ring, if you look at it, is humongous. It's it's probably the size of like a nickel. <laughs> I, I I got I got to look this up, y'all. So if y'all hear my if y'all hear my keyboard, I I got to look this up. Patrick Mahomes engagement. It, 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 that ring is huge. It's uh, but oh my lord, have mercy on my soul. Oh my lord, that sucker is gigantic. It's like she's gonna have to probably buy another ring just to wear because there's no way she wears that. That is insane, guys. That is a massive ring. Like, I don't even want to know what that cost. I, I mean, I, I truthfully don't even want Ooh. to know what that costs. That That is in, I mean, the dude has a $500 million contract. Well, it's not all guaranteed. The dude's got a lot of money. He can get whatever he wants. Don't, he walks into a store and they're like, here you go. But, I mean, that's a huge ring. What's funny, he's, he probably got it for free. But uh, don't they say to like spend like three months salary or whatever for a ring? That's what that's what they say. Um, well, yeah, I'll say that. I did. I'll I'll say I did that, Tatum. If you're listening to this, yeah, I, I absolutely did that. No, I think you're stupid if you do that. I mean, if if the girl that you love and all that jazz won't marry you unless you spend three months, find a new one. I'm telling you guys, I proposed to Tatum. Well, I'm not telling y'all. I'm just telling y'all now for the first time. I proposed to Tatum with a maple glazed Krispy Kreme donut. And yes, I did have a ring as well. Duh. I'm not that stupid. 
but I proposed to her with the maple glazed Krispy Kreme donut. What do you think about that, Gabe? See, whenever you first said that in your other podcast, I was just like, huh, that seems kind of weird. And then you told me the real thing about it, and it makes complete sense, and now it's awesome. Because she told, she told me, guys, she told me that when we first got together, we love donuts. Donuts are a huge thing in our in our lives. Like, love donuts. If I could have a donut right now at 10.13 at night, I would absolutely have a donut right now at 10.13 at night. But no donut stores are open, and we don't have donuts in our We actually may have some in the freezer, if I'm being honest. I may go have a donut once we're going to swear. donuts? Tatum does. It's kind of weird, but, like, I want a donut right now, so I may go get a donut right now for crying out loud. But she told me when we first got together, if you propose with a maple glazed donut from Krispy Kreme, I will say yes. So what did your boy do? Yeah. When did she say that in the relationship? Well, you do know that I told her the first night that I met her on our first on our first date, you're going to be the girl I marry, right? Yeah, you, you knew that, right, Gabe? Yeah, yeah, you told me that. Okay, so she probably said that. I don't know, a, a month in? I, I have no idea. That's pretty cool. Probably something like that. It was pretty awesome. I, I somehow tricked her, and somehow the, the drugs that I gave her still haven't worn off five and a half years later. Um, but I'm not arguing with it. So, um, by the way, guys, it's a total joke. I did not drug my wife. I would not ever stand for that. If you drug your wife, stop. That's not cool. Um, but, yeah, that's just kind of my PSA. I don't even know where I'm going with that. This is um, – y- y'all know mad mothers against drunk driving. This is dad. Dad's against drugging daughters. Yeah, dad. So – um, that's my PSA well, <laughs> yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my PSA for the for the night. But guys, football season is officially upon us. Like it is officially upon us. Like I need to say that again. It is officially upon us. Oh, Y'all are hearing this on Thursday. Oh, Gabe, please don't quit your day job. My goodness. Um, so excited, guys. Ne- next, when y'all are hearing this, a week, a week from now, next week. We may just come online, or we may we may just do a do a video, not a video. I need to learn how to talk. We may just do a podcast episode stating like, "Dudes, it's football time. Are you ready?" And it's gonna be like a minute long, and that's that. Like, I am so stoked. I love Thanks. basketball. I really do. I love my Celtics. That they're up two and two zero right now. Y'all are listening to this on Thursday. They're fixing to go Spoiler up three zero tonight. But um, guys, I love I love basketball, and that's my first love. But football. I love it. Like it's it's upon us, y'all. Um, Gabe, what else you got? I don't really have much else, but next week's episode should be pretty fun. We can talk about all the uh, matchups and fantasy football yeah. is this weekend's our drafts. So our draft is, our draft is in two days. It is in less than two days on Friday, September fourth, at nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So pumped, ready to take all y'all's money. I don't even know why I just told y'all the time. That was kind of strange. But we love y'all. Hopefully y'all enjoyed. Go follow us, like, subscribe, share us. We are on all streaming platforms. We are on Facebook as well at 2-M-E-N-U-T-E, Drill. Not the number two. That's weird. The letters, T-W-O, not T-O, not T-O-O. No, no, no. We are T-W-O. Follow us, like us, share us, subscribe to us, all that fun stuff. Comment, review us. That is how we grow. And guys, we are not just doing this so that we can kill an hour every week. We are doing this so that we can grow. So help us grow. If y'all want to help us grow as well, Patreon, one, five, or ten dollars a month. 
Gabe, I know you love that shameless plug. We love y'all. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye-bye.